let me see, let me see. Junior Worlds. Are you skiing any of that? Mm-hmm. I skied Junior Worlds 2016 in Chile. How was that? That was good. So I, I won there, but that was, that was a bit of a journey. Um, I had to fundraise in order to go to. I remember this. Yeah. I remember this. Yeah, go on. Yeah. So I had to fundraise in order to get there. So I had, I had like a campaign and, um, like raised enough funds, was able to go, but I kind of, I was, I was at home. So Chile opposite summer than us. So worlds were in January and there's ice on the lake in Canada in January. (laughs) So I was skiing in as long as I could in Canada. Um, trying to get ready for it. I think I skied until November, which is unheard of. There was snow on the ground. I was only free skiing. Our course is like a bit of a boat ride. It was too cold. So I was like just free skiing the whole lake, coming back and running inside. My like legs, everything's purple. I can't feel my hands. Like just trying to stay on the water and keep my like muscles going. Wow. Like, okay. I was like, wasn't in the course, nothing. I'm like, I just need to stay strong. And then a bit of pools, a bit of turns. Yeah, right. <laughs> pretty much a little left and right and like <laughs> give it a go. But um, and then. I then the lake froze (laughs) so I took a month off and I went to Florida for two and a half weeks before worlds and tried to get ready (laughs) right (laughs) so um but that in that month off I knew that everyone else that I was going to be competing against at worlds was skiing Mm -hmm. like I knew I was the only one that wasn't skiing and I kind of started panicking a little bit because I had just done this fundraiser in order to get all the money in order to go and I wasn't skiing and I was I just like in the back of my mind was like oh like what happens if I go to worlds and I don't ski well and I like let down all these people that kind of paid for me to get there wow you know and I, and I'm I'm like I'm 16 years old I'm like pushing that in the back down like no they're not gonna care like they're so they chose to support me like I'm gonna be fine everything's fine don't worry about that just go ski and but like every day that I took off, it was kind of like, it was more there. Yeah. And I was just like kind of panicky. And then I went to Florida, got back on the water. I was skiing okay um, by the time I was going. But I, I mean, obviously I would have liked to have more than a couple weeks on water before I went yeah, to Worlds. So I was, I was skiing well, it was okay. Flew out to Chile. My ski got lost. Only for a day. So I was okay. okay. But ski got lost. So I was like, oh, now I'm not going to like ski here. But it was only for a day. So I was okay. And then prelims came and I've never been so nervous in my whole life. Like wow. usually like if I'm nervous on the dock, I'm going to jump in the water. And as soon as I get in the water, I kind of like settle. Like I, I calm down. Before you even do the deep water start? Yeah. Is, okay, like so you... I hit the water and it's Boom. usually like a bit of a grounding and then element, yeah. I like get up and by the time like ski my first pass and when I'm in the water on the other end, like I'm zoned in, I'm good to go. Yeah. I like got in the water, got more nervous, like got up, ski my first pass, got to the end of the lake, was like super nervous. Like every pass I just like was freaking out. Um, I ended up making the cut to finals, but barely. Okay. What are we talking about? Were you last of the dock? So you sound like you knew the cut when you went on, on yeah, the water? Yeah, I knew the cut. I would have been... I mean, they scramble it. I don't remember where I was, but I knew the cut. Um, 
so I, I got, I made the cut, but I was one of the first people off the dock in finals. So barely made the cut. Barely made the cut. And when I came back, like into shore after that round, like I was just a mess. And just because I was so concerned about living up to expectations of the people that supported me to get there. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've have monetary sponsors before people have helped me, um, just so I can do the sport. Like without them, there's a lot of people that have helped me since I was a kid in order to like be able to continue competing in the sport. And with companies, I've never felt that pressure so much, mm-hmm. but I think it's because it was people. It was like actual people, not company names. Yeah. It really hit me a lot harder. And so when I got out of the water after semis, and I like told my dad right away. I was like, I'm just like freaking out about this. He's like, I kind of figured, but I didn't want to bring it up to you in case you weren't thinking about it. Right. And so then I like kind of talked to him. I talked to a sports psychologist that Canada had brought and also Jarrett Llewellyn. And they're like trying to like kind of reassure me and everything, and which I had already been trying to do for myself and it didn't really work. Um, and then I had sent an email out to all the people, like the campaign people, um, that night saying that I had made it to finals and the response I got was like overwhelming like everyone was just so excited that I made it to finals like could care less where I was at they were yeah. just stoked yeah and I was like oh, okay it's that, fine everything's fine like they really so cool. they really don't care they were all just super proud of what I was doing they were like just like their response was awesome and it just soothed everything like it fixed everything like every doubt that I had in my mind and I went and skied finals and ran for it 11 and won. Boom. Yeah. That's such a cool story. Yeah. I had no idea about it. And obviously, you know what I do for a living. Yeah. So obviously the fact that you had a sports psychologist from team Canada at the world, mm-hmm. was he there or she there? He was there. Yeah. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's really, that's really cool. Like good support system. And yeah. we'll give, we'll give some solid shout outs at the end of this. So that those people can, okay. be recognized, you know, um, but wow. Wow. And tell me, thinking back about it now, cause maybe you even knew that they didn't care. It's not that they were paying you to run 4811. They were yeah. paying you cause you, needed the money to go and participate and compete oh absolutely you know? and i knew it then and like when i had that month off when those like thoughts originally were coming into my mind that's what i was like telling myself i'm like well they're not they're not paying so that because they want me to go there and win they're trying to give me an opportunity to do something yeah like they're trying to give me the opportunity that i would have like without that mm-hmm. like money barrier um and they don't really care about the outcome. Like I knew that, but it's still it's tough. It's still it's tough. there. Yeah, it's one of those things. Like when you're in the moment, it's t- it's tough to discern. Sometimes mm-hmm. we have this. I don't want to say in your case irrational thought, but like maybe irrelevant. You know, yeah, that for really sure. didn't matter, but like it was there and it was affecting you. Yeah. So at that point, it's like you need to learn how to deal with that mm-hmm. rather than dismiss it as not important, because to you is the most important thing in the mm-hmm. world in that moment, yeah. right? For sure. Yeah. So that was a huge learning curve for me too. Yeah, right there, I bet. That world's in terms of mental, um, mental game and everything. Yeah.